Miriam Tazi in the house. And Malcolm Riddle. That's what's up. How are you? Back for the kill. You know how I do. <laughs> okay. And what's up, people? Welcome to another episode of American Riddle. And we're in, we're on the East Coast preparing. What are we preparing for? A stupid snowstorm that people are freaking out about. Mmm. I guess. Snowpocalypse. That's another thing. I'm like, this is not snow. Live in Canada for like a year and then you'll see enough snow for your life. Straight up. They freaked out the other day. Yesterday. Oh, well. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, what was it? Uh, maybe a dusting, right? It was just a dusting. What? You mean like just the other day? Yeah, it was a dusting and everyone freaked out no. and it just jammed up traffic beyond belief. People are nuts here. But I get it. You know what I mean? They've been prepping us. Again, they've been programming us. Miriam, T- Miriam Tazi and I just had a, a brief conversation about the Oscars and television, pro- at least my theory, on television <laughs> programming. And uh, they've been programming us Well, that's to prepare- part of television programming, too. The weather, you yeah, know Yeah, to I mean? prepare for this uh, blizzard that's coming. And what happens when we see a little dusting? Everyone freaks out and hits the brakes. And they're looking because they think, we're just, is this it? Are we going to get dumped on? Could this be? Are- Instead of just hitting the, you know, putting the pedal to the metal and getting home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everyone just slows down to a stop, and yeah. traffic was was all over the place. Uh, uh, yeah, so it's just the beginning, too. Well, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it ain't easy. And, and speaking of that, I mean, what do you call it? S- snow? Snowpocalypse? Yeah, and there's Snowmageddon. Oh yeah. There's Snowzilla. <laughs> Blizzaster. Really? Snow. Tra- snow. It's like catastrophe. Say that. I can't even say it. I don't know. But with snow. Snow. <laughs> snowtastrophe. Oh. <laughs> Obliterate. That's a pretty good one. Snotorious B.I.G. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Snowcano. Oh, my God. People need to relax. And Just a little bit of... Do you call it dusting? And the creme de la creme. Mm. Snopra. Really? <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. What is up? I mean, we got to stop all this. Just it's 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 snows coming, a blizzard coming. Prepare. That's it. Just yeah. tell the news. Tell it like it is. Yeah, but you don't need enough milk for like, you know, a year in your fridge. I mean, all that stuff. Think about it. If you lose power, for example, all that stuff's gonna go bad in your fridge. You know, so it's like no, it won't. If you keep opening it and stuff and like staring, oh, if trying you to lose power, it, yeah, yeah, if you lose power, well, if it's that cold out, you can set it on the deck. That's true too. You know what I mean? That's all they did in Chicago back in the day when I was there. Mugs you didn't have a refrigerator. Do. You can. I saw eggs in a pile of snow. Yeah, straight up. Yeah, and then another one is they came up with was uh, these are suffixes. Carmageddon uh, 2.0. That's new. Just came out. Why do they do that? I what? don't know. People Why? Think they're clever. It's like when they come up with gate on everything. You know what I mean? When there's a scandal, everything's gate. Ever since Watergate, spy gate. You know what I mean? That it's was when true. the Patriots were spying on other teams. <laughs> Deflate gate, when they deflated the, the, the football. You know what I mean? Nipple gate, when Janet Jackson had the nip slip. And then. Uh, <laughs> That's weird. And then uh, Wienergate or Weinergate, you know, when the congressman was taking, uh, is it Wiener or Weiner? What's his last name? Well, you get the he was point, taking though. Pictures it's of a his gate. Wiener and giving it to underage. Why? Why? <clears throat> why? Yeah, uh, why? I think because they like to have um, 
you know, it's like that that media flash. Those it's the old catchy, heads. catchy words and you oh, know. the gate. I was, I was like, why does he take pictures of his jammy? Oh, and send it. I don't know. What happens I mean, is old heads. You know what I mean? That they shouldn't be messing with technology. Get caught up in it. You know what I mean? I don't even know why we're talking about this. You brought it up. I don't. I'm. I thought we were talking about something else. Gates. But I don't understand why people do that. Nobody wants to see that. Well, cut out all the gates and the Mageddons and all that. <laughs> Just to, don't don't add to it anymore, people. I'm tired of it. Yeah, well, it's like how everything is epic. You know, people. And like it's not. Things it's not even deal. close to being epic. No. So what's new? Mm. So Flint updates. We did the show on Flint. Probably one of the highest viewed. Uh, podcast that we've done really yeah that one's, your dad probably that one uh, well it's just the, the 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 subject matter alone i mean right now it's going it's making its way uh around the world this is world news now uh, what's going on in flint michigan and uh should uh, be people uh, uh the good people of flint the children of flint are consuming toxic waters high levels of lead and it's it's i mean it's on it's yeah it's horrible it's it's shameful and the fact that the president was there this week uh, for the Detroit Auto Show, um, and he, you know, I don't know. I, granted, he's got a full schedule, but I mean, forget the cars, man. Yeah. Go to Flint. Yeah, Go to Flint. Too. So disappointing in that, but all eyes are on Flint, Michigan. And the fact is, uh, even though the president did not uh, stop in Flint, Michigan, uh, celebrities like Cher. Uh, are weighing in. She just uh, sent uh, a tremendous amount of bottled water there uh, recently, yesterday. I think it was Meek Mill, mm. uh, Meek Millie. You know what I mean? He uh, he he donated fifty G's. That's um, good. You know, yeah. Of course, we got people like Sam Riddle. We got Rachel Maddow, uh, filmmaker uh, Michael Moore. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, uh, Aaron Brockovich. Uh, you know, yours truly, this podcast. Yeah. I mean, I think collectively we use our voices and come together no matter how small or, lo- or large and uh, bring not only awareness, but 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 to do something about it, even even if it's as small as this pod podcast to, you know, keep that conversation going and keep it in the face of the people that are making those God awful decisions that put these people in harm's way uh, that continue to put these people in harm for you because this isn't new. Right. And this is going on in many cities that throughout the country. It's not, it's not even being reported some of the crimes that are going on just to save a buck. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, the people of Flint, Michigan, we're watching, we're mobilizing, and we are with you. Mm-hmm. So we're going to keep our eyes and uh, we're going to keep our mics hot to keep you uh, updated with, with, with what's going on in Flint, Michigan. Mm. Other things that are going on are the Oscars and the boycott and uh, the the lack of diversity and representation of people of color uh, in the Hollywood community. And this isn't something that's new. I mean, how many times have you heard me complain about this? A lot. Mainly offline. I mean, I've I've talked about it uh, on the podcast, but not as much as, uh, (laughs) you know, in passing, if the television is on in the studio... You know, you'll hear me say what? No black people. If a movie is on. No black people. Uh, Not even in the background. Yeah. <laughs> you hear, you've heard that. I've said that before, right? Yes. What? All, All the, the time. 
like all the time i mean i i don't know i i agree and i noticed it too and i'm just like yep there's no you know even remember when we were talking about even just on the like the reporters how it's all like blonde people and white people you know and it's just no diversity you know and it's it doesn't i don't know if like it strikes a chord with a lot of people i don't know if Everybody, I don't know who notices and who doesn't, you know, but it doesn't, it doesn't, um, it doesn't, it only strikes a chord when you make some noise, like what's going on now. And it sparks that conversation prior to, it doesn't strike a chord because people are programmed. And again, it goes to what I was telling you about television programming. Therefore, if you look at any specific television show, uh, and you can say, oh, you got Wendy Williams. Oh, you got Steve Harvey. Oh, you got Blackish and stuff like that. But look at the the tens of thousands of shows. I, I don't even know what the count could be. Yeah. But the many shows that are on there that uh, you will not see anyone. And when I mean black people, I also include uh, our uh, Arab brothers and sisters, our Indian uh, brothers and sisters, uh, you know, uh, our Latino brothers and sisters unless they're doing you know uh you know little positions they might be a grocery clerk or they may be you know what i mean there's no one within the uh the 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 field of uh of the presentation of in power it's you know headlining starring produced written by Mm. you know what i mean and that says a lot i mean you've heard me come back I've gone two movies to tell you, give you a review of a specific film. But before I get into the movie, what will you hear me say? There's no black people. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like a broken record. Yeah, there's, there's none. Yeah. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're right. Especially, it, it's, it's not representative of, you know, this area even. You know what I mean? Like, we live in D.C., Northern Virginia. There's diversity here, you know, for an American city you know and as a country it's a diverse country so it doesn't make sense that that just even as extras and just in like you say in the background you know what I mean it's just all white people and I just don't understand why it doesn't represent the truth you know so it's like a a fairy tale Mm. fake world you know that they've created and that outsiders might think that that's what America is and then you come here and then it's like wait a minute you know, it's a lot more diverse people. Are, there's a lot more culture going around. You know what I mean? There's a lot more there. And yeah, but I'm it's glad very you... naive, you know? So I don't know. It's just, it's a misrepresentation. And um, I don't know. But it's I'm glad you brought that up. You you said something that was key right there. You said it, it doesn't reflect the truth. But, it, but in reality, it does reflect the truth. And the truth of the matter is, it reflects someone else's truth. Okay, so this goes. Okay, well, this, this goes. My truth. This goes back to. Then I'll yeah, say. But <laughs> but but the the thing about that is you're not in that position to do the programming, whether it be radio, whether it be television, no. whether it be film. That's the point. And no power. The, the people. <laughs> mm-hmm, the the people that that truth belongs to that do have that power. It, re- it reflects their truth, and their truth does not include anyone of color so much so that's what it's that's what it's proving you know proved this yeah. isn't this isn't new yeah this is not a new thing if you look at if if you go on imdb and you just pull up you know the movies from 2000 just do 
you could do 2014, 2015, or do 2010 to 2000 uh, to present. Mm. You'll see a very small percentage. You know, unless it's Kevin Hart, unless it's the usual suspects jumping around, dancing around. You know what I mean? Shucking and dro- it, it's jiving. A, it's a business, right? So I remember even when I was watching the, um, what is it, the Golden Globes, and when Denzel was um, receiving his award. Is that the Lifetime Achievement, Achievement Award? Uh, the CC, Cecil uh, B. What is it? Jesus, I'm messing up. Podcast-itis goes Sorry. to that, but yes. But anyway, when he was saying when he was giving his speech he was talking about how like his publicist or his agent you know was just Cecil, like Cecil B. DeMille award thanks um that it's like if you do the right you know you ha- you're doing the magazine covers you're doing that you know the publicity thing then you can win an award so it's like well, that's the politics like the, of it that's, that's, what I was that's fine say. and I'm with that I understand that because that's the same thing in the wine business a lot of people don't know um, and I'm speaking on the wine business because you and I have a, a long-standing history in the wine business. But it's the same thing in the wine business. The ones that get the reviews are the ones that take out the ads. The ones that send right. countless samples right. to the press and media mm-hmm. and the uh, critics. Mm-hmm. And those are the ones. But the little small mom and pops that don't have the budget for that are are left to the wayside unless they're discovered. <clears throat> Uh, a la um, uh, independent films and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, understood. There's going to be politics and everything. But, again, when it comes down to representation mm-hmm. of the, 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 of, of people of color within the, the, the total Hollywood community, it's a wash. And it's always been that way. You go to, you go to the, some, I don't know, pick, pick some of the top television shows today. I mean, there's, you know, or yesterday, you know what I mean? Seinfeld has been called out numerous times. Friends has, has been called out. Now, this is back in the days. But my point is, there's none. It does not represent. And these were these were films. These were, these were television shows that were based in New York. Mm-hmm. No black people. You know what I mean? No Arab people. No, uh, and it, yeah, you have you have some, you know what I mean, but people of color. But on a everyday, you go walk through New York right now, and, and who are you going to bump into? Everything, everybody. That's the, that's the point. <laughs> that's the that's the truth, you know. But again, it goes back to this is how they view you. This is how you are seen, whether you like it or not. The people that are making the decisions in this country, the people that are quote unquote running things. They don't. They they don't see you. So if you're not if you're not if you're not taken seriously, if you're not respected on a level to be put into the uh, in, in you know into the field of media, meaning television, film, uh, uh, or what have you, then you're not respected. You're you're just you're not. It's it's a lack of respect. If you don't have that respect for. Uh, that group of people, if you don't see them, then again, there's no value. Okay. So this is part of the programming. I'm not, you know, as much as it may sound like some sort of uh, conspiracy, conspiracy theory, this is just a, a lack of a blatant lack of respect. And if it's, if it's not that, then they're just fucking ignorant. You know what I mean? But they're so caught up in their old own world and shaping their own world that, uh, um, uh, Anyone that doesn't look like them, anyone that does not uh, 
um, that they do not relate to do not get put in those positions or in the cast in those roles. Mm-hmm. And this is why, this is why you do have things. People say, Oh, you got BET. You know what I mean? You got the NAACP. You have to understand the history of people of color in the world to understand why we have BET, mm-hmm. why we have black history month. You know, it's not to exclude. We're not doing it to exclude anyone that isn't of color. If you take the oppressed, someone who's been oppressed for hundreds of years in this country, that period of time, you know, we we have a right to have something that uplifts our people. That's the point of that. So goes the point of Black Lives Matter. We don't discredit any other lives. It's saying, hi, we're here, too. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> I don't know. It's something I'm passionate about, and I, I, I do I do connect these dots. And, you know, it's easy for me, at least where I'm at right now, living in the suburbs of the Washington, D.C. area. I could easily fall, fall in line with the masses, with the sheep, and just uh, exist and not look at the obvious. But the obvious is here. We're connected. Uh, we 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 have the twenty four hour news cycle. We have Twitter, social media, and we are all talking about it. And uh, I think we should continue to talk about it. I don't think. I think each individual has to do what they are compelled to do, what they are moved to do. So if someone wants to boycott and start that conversation and keep that conversation, because the Oscars isn't the problem. It's the industry. It's the programming. Of, of America and the world, but it's, it's, it's more, uh, um, I think up to the individual, their responsibility, how they want to communicate their message. Mm-hmm. It's personal for them. Uh, so I don't, I don't knock anyone for boycotting. Um, I think my personal, th- um, opinion of Chris Rock, if he is to host or not host, I don't think it's my responsibility to put pressure on Chris Rock is to, that really a question? Like, is that what? Yeah, a lot are of celebrities like, are, are ta- ta- asking him not to host, oh. but it's kind of like his, uh, you know, uh, to put it lightly, and it's not as serious. But his Jesse Owens uh, moment when Jesse Owens was uh, pressured not to participate in the Olympics alongside of the Nazis. You know what I mean? I'm not calling anyone a Nazi here, but at the same time, it's the individual's responsibility to do what they are. Um, uh, what they are uh, compelled to do, uh, not mine uh, per se. I can, I can, if they want my opinion, and that's another thing. Everyone on Twitter has an opinion that's being heard now. But if they, if they, if I'm not Chris Rock's personal friend or family, therefore I don't feel like the need to weigh in on that. Mm. Me personally, that's just my sound, my mind. But you know, uh, 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 you know, Fred Simpson over here is probably blowing up Chris Rock's Twitter. Feed and telling them to bow out, but I think it's a, a good opportunity for uh, us as a people, and what I mean by us, I mean anyone of color, to represent and be on that stage and use that stage to um, to to voice um, their opinion um, if they feel you know compelled to do so, but to use that to say yes, we are here. You know what I mean? Because you go back. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who the first 
uh, black host was of the Oscars. But I mean, you go back to 60s, 70s, probably the 80s. I don't think there were any any hosts. We weren't even in. We didn't even start getting managerial positions in the NFL until recent history. And I'm talking about probably uh, 80s. Um, and you and I are probably not the best historians on the NFL sports. or sports, unless it's uh, you know Bjorn Borg or the 70s tennis or present day tennis. <clears throat> oh yeah, Australian some, Open is on, by the way. Yeah, to some degree, but um, you guys can Google that and look that up. But anyway. Uh, you know, do what, uh, you know, speak out and has he said anything publicly since not to my knowledge, not to my knowledge, but we'll see, we'll see what happens as this unfolds. But the thing is, people are talking (laughs) about it. Other celebrities are weighing in on it. Uh, some because they're, they're, they're definitely passionate about the subject matter and care some because it's hip, you know what I mean? But, uh, Clooney, he's, he's weighed in on it Mm -hmm. and he carries a lot of, uh, you know, has a lot of weight yeah, to push around in, in Hollywood. And uh, uh, other celebrities have, uh, uh, like Michael Moore, uh, and, and uh, others have, have joined in to take a stance. Yeah, like Jada Pinkett Smith and stuff, too. Yeah, and, and, and as they should, you know what I mean? I'm not going to question the timing of it. I'm not going to question their motives. But at the end of the day, if you look up, again, you don't have to be a genius to see the lack of, of uh, diversity uh, that is in the Hollywood community. So Mm -hmm. we covered that. Got it. Right. Um, Next up (laughs) in the news, we, uh, we, meaning my son and I and my nephew went to the uh, KRS one show. You're laughing. What's this up? is your face the way you said it. Yeah. <laughs> this is behind the scenes stuff, people. I mean, we, we, we've been talking about it. We do need to get this on yeah. Ustream or something so you guys can see what the hell's going on. No. Even though, yeah, Miriam didn't do her uh, her wig. She didn't, you know, crop her top. She didn't fix her do. You know what I mean? It's pulled back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sometimes she shows up. Sometimes she doesn't. But that's okay. It's early podcast today, though, you know? Well, for you and I, for the listeners, you know, it could be nighttime. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. whatever. But yeah, so so as you guys know, some of you that have listened to the podcast or follow me on social media, you know that uh, la- late last year, KRS-One uh, came to town in the Washington, D.C. area, and I had a chance to go to that show for the first time. Mm-hmm. Never seen KRS, and anyone that knows me, Knows my passion for care. Really, two MCs. You know what I mean. So this comes back to the top five conversation. <laughs> two MCs. Yes, in my top five. Uh, but the the main two you've heard me. Yeah. I, I may have talked about once or twice on a podcast. Never. Right. <laughs> and maybe 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 take a wild guess who those two MCs are. You're asking me. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Like I don't know specifically. I haven't been on the receiving end of like this. So I've talked about it before. (laughs) Every single time we talk about hip hop, this this pretty much comes up. But yes, KRS One and Rakim are your top two MCs. This Mm -hmm. I can say, I'll admit, will be vaulted for you. Those two only, though. 
The next three, and then you keep saying LL, but then those two last slots keep switching well, like, up. I'm going to stay on. I'm it gonna depends s- on the day. It depends on who you remember in the moment. And you're no, like, yes. no, no. But we're not going to get into that right now. I'm going to stick to those two. But, okay, those two are in your vault, yes. And specifically one, KRS-One, the Blastmaster KRS-One, the teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a chance to see him last year. Unfortunately, the venue that hosted the show it wasn't all ages. And my son, as you know, at the time, I think was 13 and uh, he couldn't, he couldn't attend it. So he was bummed out. Yeah. He was really bummed out. Yeah. Couldn't go, couldn't yeah. attend it, couldn't see him, know. you know? So as it just so happens, the stars line up, the planets, the moon, the universe. And uh, I had a brief conversation with KRS one and uh, uh, through that conversation, uh, Karis one uh, gave a shout out uh, to Justin. Maybe I'll play it. I'll find it. Yo, Justin, what up, man? KRS, I'm here at this comic concert. I'm about to go on, but yo, the mind, the mind, M I N D. Don't waste your mind. Visualize yourself greater than what you are. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right after you hear that in the background. That's pretty awesome. So that went down. And and basically I recorded the whole show, packaged it, gave it to my son for as a birthday present. Uh and that was a shout out that uh KRS gave Justin. So now fast forward to January sixteenth, uh, twenty sixteen. Hmm. New KRS one show in Baltimore. Uh, uh, all ages, right? So of course, you know we were going, and he's he was excited. You know the build up leading into it. Uh, he was uh, fired up, sending me text messages, <laughs> listening to the vinyl records that I got him, uh, and and so on. Uh, so that alone, you know, th- it takes me back to my teenage years of listening to KRS, you know, at, at the time of his conception, you know, the, sure. the, the birth pretty much of BDP and KRS-One. But the fact that, you know, I have a son, a teenage son. It's like the rebirth, you know. It really is. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't it doesn't hit me until, until after the fact. And uh, but just to see it is a joy, the fact that he, he is taken because a lot of a, a lot of kids today, you know, in his age group have no no concept of KRS One, Boogie Down Productions, or even that classic era mm-hmm. of, uh, of of hip hop and, and rap music. Um, Does he share it with his friends and stuff? Do they yeah. like? Yeah, yeah. He, but they don't. They're, it, it's, they're not they're, really. It, yeah, it's, it's challenging, you mm-hmm. know, because of of the again. And I'm not going to get into a rant on on radio programming, mm-hmm. but what the programming that's done now within the media. Uh, uh, kind of uh, suffocates some of the uh, classic artists and more the the conscious movement. So because it's not on the hip-hop. radio, these kids won't give it a chance. It's challenging. Yeah, mm. uh, yeah. It's, it's to say to, to to speak nicely. It's challenging. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm squirming over here. You see, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm getting okay. uncomfortable. I'm <laughs> moving around from left to right. Yeah. Okay. Made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's bizarre because, uh, you know, we, you and I watched a hip hop documentary, uh, 
last night. Uh, what was that called? I forget what it was called. I'm sorry. Stretching Bobito. Well, it was about them, but I don't know if that's the whole name of the documentary. I don't think that's it. Yeah, uh, Stretch and Bobito, radio that changed the lives. Okay. So if you get a chance to download that on, on iTunes, and big ups to my man Mike Rapp, uh, a.k.a. Michael Rappaport, on the I Am Rappaport podcast, who peeped me to that. The uh, the documentary um, you know, follows the uh, rise of, of uh, the DJ Stretch and his host uh, Bobito and the New York Airwaves and the hip-hop you know, uh, in the 90s, mm-hmm. and from their college uh, uh, campus radio station throughout some of the greats like Wu-Tang Clan, Nas, Everyone. Notorious, B.I.G., and this is before they were signed, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, Tribe Called Quest is in it, uh, I mean, you name it, yeah, every KRS-One, uh, Busta Rhymes, I mean, you name it, they're in this film. Oh, and it's a lot of people. Uh, but just, just that era, the reason why I'm talking about it is because, you know, I grew up in that era. Therefore, that's what that's what I soaked up. Yeah. I was a sponge to that. So if you're growing up in this era, era you're, you're, you're getting uh, a, a, a much larger, more of an abstract um, picture um, art, if you will, of the uh, uh, hip hop culture and rap music. Mm. Therefore, what's being programmed is uh, isn't uh, not the dopest, at least in my <laughs> ear. You know, to be a little judgmental and critical, but also it doesn't. It, although it doesn't speak to me directly, uh, it, it, I mean, I, I'll just tell it like it is. Shit's whack. You know what I mean? The the lyrics are whack. A lot of the majority of the stuff on the radio, it's all whack. I don't care who you are, from Lil Wayne to Drake, the whole nine. It's dumbed down for a specific audience, for a specific purpose. They know it, and we know it. And, you know, there it is. So what do you want me to do? It's not like they listen to American Riddle, and if they do, fuck them. Because it's, 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 it's bullshit content done for the dollar, done yeah. for— done. Like you said, they know it. Yeah, so I mean, this isn't new news to anyone listening to this podcast, so there it is. But moving along, yes, people in that that age group, it, it it would be a stretch, it would be difficult for them to actually grasp or even know who KRS-One is and what he represents yeah. to uh, hip-hop and rap music in a whole. Yeah, but it's still be, it can still be taught, you know? But it is, and that's, that's the whole point. I mean, goddamn, think about this. I brought a uh, a fourteen year old and an eleven year old to the club. <laughs> this isn't a big venue. This is a very intimate setting. I mean, yeah, I'm it's Baltimore, yeah. and I had my reservations about that because I know Baltimore, you know. And and again, I, I've told you this before. Whenever, excuse me, whenever I go into a show, my mindset is still. Back in 84, 85, 86, 87, 88. Yeah. It was tough to go to hip-hop shows. You didn't know what was going to go down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So my mindset is still that. That hasn't changed. I'm always amazed that I get in with the stuff I get in with. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everything from recording devices to microphones to, to um, you know, I could have a tripod. I mean, these things were weapons. And God forbid you weren't allowed to bring recording devices. Yeah, I, I'm surprised. I, I went in this time <laughs> with a backpack full of 
uh, equipment, batteries and cables and stuff. And, you know, I mean, you could strangle somebody with this stuff. I mean, yeah, but I, I'm always amazed, but I'm always thinking, you know, I'm, I'm always watching too, especially Baltimore. I mean, Baltimore is a, Baltimore reminds me of a larger version of uh, uh, Flint. It's almost kind of like Detroit in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it reminds me of that. Therefore, you know, if I'm taking a 14-year-old and 11-year-old, you know, I, I, I got to watch them. You know, this is one of the reasons why, you know, when I go to these events, it's rare that, that I'll get out of hand. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm always focused on the, the game plan. A lot of times I'm with Grandmaster Katz, a.k.a. AKA Andy Katz, and I did ask him, what name he doesn't uh, enjoy. And we've talked about Andy and uh, his, uh, um, his art has been featured from the likes of, uh, you know, uh, the new Public Enemy album. He did the inside sleeve on up to some of the uh, 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 watercolor and charcoal images that he's done of uh, Questlove, um, The Roots, uh, Tribe Called Quest. Uh, who else? He's done Slick Rick. He's done Beastie Boys. Oh man, he does all sorts of art. But Common, most deaf. Yeah, I mean the list goes on, and it it, it just—it's amazing. You guys have heard me talk about him time and time again, and I'll continue to do so. But a lot of times we go to these 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 venues, and he has this art with him. So I'm also trying to keep an eye on him, the art, what's going on. You know what I mean? Watching my back. I don't know what can go on. You know, ten times out of ten, nothing. Everyone's relaxed these days. Everyone's got, everyone's got papes. That's paper, money, scrizzy, cheese, cheddar. You know what I mean. So everybody's pretty comfortable. So you know, there's not a lot of chain snatching or purse snatching, you know, or pistol whipping going on like it used to be. But my mind is still there. Mm. So of course, when High I take alert, you know, yeah, it, it really is. <laughs> it really is. So you know, there's no. But are you still enjoying the? I show? I am enjoying the show. Yeah, of course I okay. am. Okay, because it's well, surreal for me because I'm like. Back in the mix. I just don't want you to go in there stressed. You no. know what I mean? Like, you you're know me. I always have a good time. You know least. me. I always got a million things on my mind anyway. That's true. I guess you can handle all that. But I'm always ready. You know what I mean? I'm going to protect your neck. <laughs> you know? That's just, that's just how I'm cut. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't trust these fools. Anything can happen. Uh, but Say what? Say what? Anything can happen. That's sorry. right. That's right. <laughs> Miriam Tazi. <laughs> so the... Uh, yeah, of course... You know, but taking them into Baltimore, you know, it's a, it's a long drive. You know, when we get there, they're all excited. So I just let them run with it. You know what I mean? Let them run. You know, going up to the front, go to the stage, absorb Were it. Were they the only children? There was some, no, no. There was, okay. there was, there was a couple, couple, few other, but, you know. It Not couldn't a, like have been a handful? Them, maybe two or three other. Okay. You know, within that age group. Wasn't a lot. Yeah. Were they maybe. all up front? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, the parents. Good. Yeah. Yeah. You have to, especially, I mean, you know, that's... I Why mean, wouldn't you? Yeah. Just Why? To, it's more, it's enjoyable for everyone to see their excitement. You yeah. know what I mean? And understand this. My son has seen Biz Markey now. He's seen Slick Rick live. Okay. Yeah. He, he's now seen KRS-One live. So, you know, those are, that, that's a, a big, big deal. deal. Yeah. 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 No doubt. No doubt. You know what I mean? Big ups to Pops. You know, but I don't even think yeah, you're about a very it. Very cool, Dad. That's well, for sure. I don't even think about it going into it. I'm just like, you know, I just like going to a movie. You want to go see this? You want to do this? Well, it's if exciting it, for you, I'm sure, that he's like interested in it, though. You know, and that he likes it. it and they, it's just you guys can share that and be excited together. Well, I think that's really cute. The excitement doesn't hit me until much later. At the time, it's just like it just makes sense to me. It's just like he's an extension of me. 
therefore we do. You know what I mean? So it just it just yeah, makes sense. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's not he, always the case. No, he could easily be. You know, I'm. You know, I'm. I'm gonna watch. Kids you. can go complete opposite of their parents too. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just yeah, you nothing no in common. Like you can be completely different. So it's nice that he's, you know, into that. And music is always fun to share with someone. You know what I mean? And get excited about. So it is. We talked about that yesterday when I was with him. Uh, we were talking about different musicians, and he was like, "I don't know." Something had come up, and I was like, "Well, you know, I didn't even turn you on to this because I mean, you were, you know." you were like eight, you know what I mean? I'm like, uh, you know, now you want, you have a better understanding. So he's reading the autobiography of Malcolm X. You know what I mean? He's got, he's read, um, uh, different passages of the gospel of hip hop by KRS one. He, he has a better understanding of that. When there's certain films that he goes to, he has a a better grasp on, on the realities of what's going on. I mean, I even peeped some stuff that was going on in the club. You know what I mean? Watch this, watch that. Don't hold your phone out for too long. You know what I mean? <clears throat> There's certain things that I, I I told him while he was in the club, just because stuff goes down. I for mean, there, sure. there was a couple of guys that were just circling, and they had a little bit too much to drink. And at some point, <clears throat> some beef broke out, and that specific guy, and I could, I was watching him while uh, the show was going on, and he was just getting more drunk, more drunk, and he got out of hand, and you know, lo and behold. I knew I was going to, cause he kept, he, you know, he kept pushing up against me and I was trying to, I was blocking the children. So I'm watching him from behind, not turning around, but I just could feel his presence and mm-hmm. his energy rise as the music did throughout the evening. But I was aware of where he was at all times, even when he got tackled and thrown out oh. by security. Oh. So these are things that I, as a, as, as a parent, I have to keep, yeah. be mindful of. When I take them to venues like that, and of course there's drinking, there's a lot of weed, um, there's all sorts of stuff that um, can come into play. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, but I have to be mindful of that for their protection, mm-hmm. uh, and that's my priority going into it. Uh, even if they're not there, at the end of the day, I want to get home safe. <laughs> of course. I don't want to get home hungover. I don't want to get home... Uh, um, <clears throat> hurt, yeah. uh, thrown out, or I don't want to get get home, uh, uh, you know, uh, in any distorted capacity. Uh, so I'm just, uh, you know, at a different point in my life where I value sleep. Uh, <laughs> you know, so you know that being said, yes, Miriam, I do have a good time. Okay, good. But again, I'm just checking. It's just not it, those those. Arenas are not my environment. Question. Yeah. You now you've been to two KRS shows. Yeah. You went once without your son and this time you you went mm-hmm. with him. Which one was better? Not just not the performance, the experience. Well like, this this one was the ex- Well the first one was, was grand just because it was the first time. You have to understand. Anyone that knows me <laughs> <laughs> knows so dramatic the hands the dramatic pause anyone that knows me knows my feelings about krs right they know you were going to make an a whole podcast about him i still am but the the <laughs> the, the, the the in the 90s all i'm surprised my, you my, never went to a show before that's that. what people would say because i i hung out a lot at howard university uh there was a why couple, didn't you there was a couple of uh 
there were a couple of uh, uh, Muslim brothers I used to hang out with when I used to go to the mosques and get books and stuff like that. And then they would always tell me, you've never been to a seen KRS, right? That's... And all the college kids in Hampton University, my, my brother uh, graduated from HU. So I would go down there, hang out, you know what I mean? Reap the benefits <laughs> of his, uh, his educational process. Um, and uh, th- they would always say, uh, you know, you got to see KR, right? They would tell me about it. I don't know. It's the same reason why I didn't, I've only, you know, when, when I, I just now recently over the past, you know, five years started going to New York. Like oh. I'd never, same thing with LA, you know what I mean? I'm a big Hollywood guy and just, I don't know. I just, I kind of, who knows why? My point is I never went and that first experience was mind blowing just because it was the first. Okay. And then the fact to meet him. Yeah. And get a picture with them in an interview. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of course. But this with my son, it was more intimate, more personal. It's more personal. Uh and enjoy it was enjoyable on many levels. And he he did more songs, which we'll get into. He did uh, a lot more from the, his uh catalog, his uh uh eighty eight, eighty nine, ninety catalog. Mm-hmm. He did the, a lot of the hits, should I say. He did a lot there, but he also did a lot from his new album. So, uh, but I mean, it, the Karis One experience and, and is an experience. I mean, you know, it's like I never got a chance to see Malcolm X, but it, it, it's kind of along those levels. You're going to go there and you're going to learn something. You know what I mean? You're going to, you're going to, you're going it, to, it's, you're getting the good shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be inspired. You're going to be motivated. You're not just going to learn about here. You're not going to see someone flashing their goal, someone twerking. You're not going to, you know, see the the artificial, the superficial. You know what I mean? You're going to get you're going to get core ingredients. You know what I mean? Tagine. <laughs> Couscous. Yeah, you're going to get the good food. You know what I mean? The the the, the, the stuff that you savor, the flavor that you savor. The stuffed peppers. Yeah. Mhm. So so yeah, of course that is, and and, and I'm gonna. What I was I'm just in- curious because I mean now you can have something to compare to, and it's just, you know, but you were saying just seeing the excitement of your sons, my son eyes, and my you nephew. Know, yeah, you know what I mean, my nephew that, like, just seeing their excitement. You know, my nephew is a completely different age group, <laughs> and he's 11. Now 11 year olds don't listen or know who KRS is. You know what I mean? <laughs> Unless you're a parent from a specific era, and you're still plugged in and passionate about uh, that classic era. Sometimes we as parents get caught up in life and, you know, you you forget, you move on, you uh, busy yourself where, you know, you, you just stop and you accept what is present. And, th- you know, that some of that happened to me uh, at some point in time, but uh, I'm back. Uh, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to bounce around really quick. I'm going to bounce around to the to the uh, uh, end of the show. And I managed to, uh, after the show, the next day, I managed to sit down um, uh, with uh, Justin, my son, and uh, baby Craig, uh, what nickname I call him. I've always called him that. His dad's Big Craig, of course, Father Craig. And Craig One is, I think he's known as also. Craig One? Craig One. I call him Craig Ski. Uh, you know, he's got a lot of AKAs, but this is his son, baby Craig. And so I managed to record their 
feedback oh, nice. uh, about uh, seeing Blastmaster KRS-One for the first time. So let's uh, let's listen to that. Yeah, mic check, mic check. That's right. It's your boy checking in. I got the gruesome twosome Don't sitting up here. Huh? <laughs> got Justin Riddle, aka Code Riddle. I got. Uh, Craig S. Riddle, a.k.a. Little Criddle, Riddle, a.k.a. Criddle, <laughs> a.k.a. Baby Craig in the house. Willing Range. So you got, yeah, Willing what is it? Willing Range. Willing Range. All right. Let me get right here in the middle. All right, so we just saw, we just saw KRS-One in Baltimore Saturday night. Justin, what did you think of the show? I mean... There's nothing really to think. It blew my mind. It was dope. It was, it was on dope. fleek. It was on fleek. It was on fleek. What do you think? It's undescribable. Word. Compared to what, though? I'm just curious. Like, what went on Anything in your mind? we've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah? I mean, you've seen a rap show. But have you been to... Yeah, you went to Slick Rick. Yeah. Who did you see? Biz Slick Markey. Rick and Biz Markey. Notable. Dope MCs. <laughs> Right? Doesn't know And you saw M and M. Yeah. Right? Would you how did it compare to M? It was far away oh. from the stage. Yeah. yeah. M's was more a uh concert for valid. Concert. Right? Yeah. yeah. The concert for valid. It's like valid a stadium. In D C mm. we was on the mall. That's big Craig talking. So, so we were probably three hundred yards away from the stage. Three football fields. This y'all y'all were close. Yeah, we're like yeah, we were front row. Yeah, I forget what was the name of that that uh, venue. Self destruction something, something. No, with a venue name. I forget the name in Baltimore. What was it? <laughs> I'm having a moment. <laughs> I have those moments. Whatever it was, it's kind of <laughs> like the Howard Theater. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Self destruction is the name of the anniversary, the self destruction, 25th anniversary of self destruction movement, KRS 1 and company. Um, but yeah, the, 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 the overall, though, an MC in its rawest, purest form. Purest, you're right. Purest <laughs> form. Good job, J. Bear. I know my stuff. In its purest form, right? And he, he, he come, wait, how does KRS 1 come out? Like, what Bumping. did you think? Yeah, it just comes out fully loud, energy, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, from start to finish. Yeah, I mean it was it was loud. He was hype. He was hype, wasn't he? Ram's head live. That's what it was. Thanks. I was wondering who was going to be the first one to use Google. I mean, we're talking, so yeah. Yeah. So you guys thought it was dope. Yeah, yeah. I want to go to another one. Yeah. Of who? Karis one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or another MC. Probably another MC and Karis one. Yeah. Cause I, I like Kara. I like that look. He was like, he was like, oh, when he picked up the books. Oh yeah. He was, he was like. Yeah. yeah. So Justin had, Justin had a backpack full of books. We had uh, the uh, autobiography of Malcolm X. We had the gospel of hip hop, and we had two vinyl records. Criminal minded. Uh, criminal minded, and by all means. Necessary. That's right. And we got them signed. Basically, what happened was at the end of the concert, 
KRS basically took out a marker, right? And that's when... No, actually, his son hooked me up. Oh, yeah, that's right, for some of the, the vinyl after the show. Yeah. Well, that was after the show, but he signed he signed he was about to two books it. and the vinyl on stage, and then after, he met up with you around back. Yeah, his son, son took it back, and he was like, I was, I'm was, i going to get it signed for you before you got in the limo. What did I feel like? I felt like he had good looks. Good looking out, brother. Son, yeah. What did it feel like? What did it feel like when you met KRS? Shocking. Was it? Words awesome. haven't even been invented. How, how was it? How was it? <laughs> what I just said. No, I mean, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just asked me. I'm just curious. I mean, it was, it was like it's like I don't want to say like KRS one called me out too, man. Yeah, he was taking a picture, and then know? he had the lens on. He's like, "You got your lens on, man." <laughs> you know, <laughs> lens cap. <laughs> That's how he's like, come on, man, you got your lens on. And then you also took a video and a picture, too, of him. You know how sometimes you're nervous, right? That's why I need you there, Big Craig. Yeah. You know? The photographer. And I didn't have the flash on. So I was just like, I didn't want to get called out. I didn't want to get called out two times. So I was like, yeah, it took, it took. And I was worried the whole time. I was like, damn, what if it didn't take? I'm sure it didn't look right. But it it turned out pretty good. You sound more excited than they do. It was dope. Yeah, that's what's up. So yeah, I'm glad. I just wanted to get some feedback, you know, from the younger generation. You know, this ain't this ain't future. This ain't Lil Wayne. You know what I mean? This ain't this ain't this is the real deal, huh? Yeah. So you guys would recommend you recommend to your friends or, or people you no. know yeah, they, wouldn't they wouldn't understand, understand. it. Yeah. Really? They wouldn't, they wouldn't understand. No. No. Why wouldn't they understand it? Maybe listen to that rap. Like Young Thug. Not that I have anything against him, but it's just that his music is so unique. Y'all realize that Karis One is one of the pioneers of hip hop. I know. Yeah. The reason why you got rappers now. That's what makes him different. That's what makes him different. But you're saying a lot of a lot of people in the younger generation might not get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like farming. The first person that farmed did it different than probably how we did it today. We don't farm today. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they want you to think. Yeah. So the rappers today don't really rap like they exactly. did. Exactly. Yeah, they be they be rapping in gibberish. That's it. About stuff they take for granted. You talk about Raris. Yeah, cars. Oh, yeah. Got a Glock in my Rari. <laughs> what else are some of the lyrics? Seventeen shots from thirty-eight. On What's another one? No, it's 17 shots from I don't 38. listen to that much of that music. It's just poison. Yeah. 1738's an old drink by Remy Martin. They know Remy Martin. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. yeah. 11. You know, that's, uh, that's insightful. So there you have it. You got the opinion. The youth weighing in on the Blastmaster KRS-One. And you guys, re- you guys don't recommend it to the youth. No. Apparently, because they won't get it. But you about to, no. you would recommend it to someone who wants to feed yes, themselves yeah. the good food yes, from yeah. the garden, right? Yeah. All right, all right, we're in agreement there. That's what's up. Any lyrics stick out from the concert? Yeah. What? What, what Any stood moments? Up? Any moments? moments. Lyrics? I moments. had some moments there when I gave him the book. What, what about when he went off the top? That was dope. And I like the other MCs that were there. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Y'all want to rap one day? No, I want a DJ. 
Yeah, Karis makes it look hard to do. Doesn't he? He makes it look real hard to do. That's the point. That's the point of like a true MC that does it. You look at him like, man, there's you know, there's no way I can do that. But if you listen to somebody else, especially today, a handful of MCs, quote unquote MCs, you look almost anyone can do that. Yeah. Huh? That's what's up, man. All right, I just want to get your feedback. That's what's up. We out. Yeah. <laughs> so you get an idea. Thanks for letting me, uh, you know, indulging me to uh, play that uh, clip. Although long it was, and it was like, you know, a lot of people aren't used to podcasting or being on the mic. So it's kind of like pulling teeth, you know what I mean? Get the, get, keep the conversation afloat. But uh, it's, a, uh, it's a hell of a study when you listen to it in its entirety like that. Because, of course, you can see the, the innocence, right, yeah. of the child, but also how their minds start to get corrupt, tainted, right? I mean, the fact that they know what a Glock is, they know what they know. Not only do they know Remy Martin, but they know the, the whatever the number was. I didn't even know what that was. What the what's that? I, even to this minute, just listening to it, I had no idea what the seventeen whatever was. That's, that's, he told he said it. Yeah, it's a drink. Yeah. It's Remy Martin. It's weird. It's weird. So that's the programming, and that's why I wanted to play that before we get into the. Uh, oh, sorry. The show itself, but I mean, it, you know, to to what Justin said, of course, Karis one, he comes out, uh, you know, he he definitely comes out loud. I mean, I've we, we've done we've done a Karis one recap before, but when he comes out, he's listen. It's it's raw energy. I mean, the music is. And this this part of it is a little muffled just because I was positioning myself. I think I I had already let the kids uh, go up front. And I was probably, you know, maybe 20 feet behind just watching them. And then I started uh, moving myself a little closer, uh, just keeping an eye on them. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's commanding. Yeah, I mean, he is. And, and to really see it is. in person, you can feel it in your chest. I believe it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, whenever that comes on. And the, the crowd's fired up. I mean, it's just... It's Do the kids dance? Not so much. Well, you're packed. So yeah, you you're, can't, so you're just trying yeah, to... Yeah, you're throwing your hands up, and yeah, it's you're, you're in a confined space. Yeah. So uh, sold-out show, I'm assuming. But, I mean, you know, my man, my man Katz, he busted a couple moves. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was, he was, he was on the dance floor. You made room. <laughs> Sometimes you have to. So yeah, Karis one. Uh, I think you get the idea. I mean, he comes yeah. out 
This is the beginning of the show. It's nonstop music, entertainment, and edu- education all in one. Edutainment, if you will, all in one. And, you know, he plays the hits. His son is the DJ, uh, as Justin said. Yeah, yeah. That's very cool. DJ Predator Prime is his name. So, yeah, and, and he keeps up. I mean, he is, his wife is there on the sidelines. Son is his DJ. Keeps and he's in the family, you know. I respect the hell out of that. Yeah. You know, and it also, you know, keeps you grounded. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? That's the whole point. Like, it's just real. He's so real. And what's better than that? You know what I mean? You're on the road. You're on tour. Truth. Why not bring your family with you? I mean, you know, you always hear these stories about uh, people all away from their family. And, you know what I mean? It just that just invites more shit. Oh yeah. It's cats. Cats asking me where my boys are. They're up front. Yeah, so crowds into it, you know. Here we go. And I love these spaces like that. Like I said. Yeah, because you have, you go to a place like the Howard Theater. Uh, Ramshead is along that, that size of a place. Uh, so, you know, the the music and the acoustics, I mean, it's right up in your grill. I mean, you, you can feel the bass. Yeah. You know, the MC is right there. I mean, yeah, I mean, when we finally got up there, Karis is probably from here, right to there, probably. That's crazy. If not closer. Yeah, I like smaller venues, too. When it's like in a big stadium, you're looking at a screen. You can't even see them on stage. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's that. like, That's not intimate. No. Like, oh, I'm a star. Yeah, but it's. It's too much. Like I can see you on a screen at home. Like why did I pay whatever one hundred fifty dollars to see your tiny ass? Like I can't even see your face. Like I want you to have eye contact with me. I want to feel like you can see me. Like I'm seeing you. That's the whole point. Is that to see you live? (laughs) You know what I mean? And see how you enjoy your music and how you get into it and your expressions and you know it's like yeah. Your love for it, your passion. Like, well, I, I get why certain celebrities, you know, you get a Michael Jackson, you know what I mean, Janet well, Jackson. You wanna, yeah, because they have such a huge following, and KRS does too, but he he does so many more shows, you know what I mean? And it's like, I don't know, it's it's different. Like, there's an education there, you know. Sometimes people don't want to go to these shows and people are talking and blah, 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 and it's like those Tibetan, like, concerts and stuff, and it's like... You know, there's a message that's being sent, and it's like a whole festival and all of that, and that's different, you know. But you know, it's it's just a different vibe. But I, I prefer that more intimate. That's what I like about Nine Thirty Club, Black Cat, like all those different venues that are yeah. smaller in Montreal. It's Metropolis. It's like a medium size, but it's 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 great. Like there's certain spots that are just great, and of course the sound matters. But you know, I want to be able to see their face. Well, even if you go to Wolf Trap, you know, it's a bigger venue. It's outdoors. Um, but it's still intimate. It still feels intimate, yeah. Still, still intimate experience. Yeah, I like that better. Um, I didn't mean to interrupt the song. No. Boom, 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 boom. 
The show goes on. Yeah, professional. Yeah, so even even with the feedback, even with audio problems, he's commanding the mic, the stage, and the crowd. Yeah. That is an MC. You know what I mean? Yeah, it it's doesn't. A king MC, we should say. Oh my say. God, man! Not you've got to, you've got to go, man. You, I mean, what, what are we going to do to get you to go to the next show? Huh? Time off work? Huh? I, I tell you about it months in advance. No, you don't. The next KRS-One show, I'll find out, and uh, that'll be that. Is it? Can we make that official? Can we? Can we get that commitment? <laughs> I if I give you, a, if I give you, I don't know, three months notice. You know my jobs. Hmm? It's not. It's not me. Three months notice. You don't want to go then. No, I, I... That's the bottom line. If you can find out that soon in advance, and my boss will remember. Your boss. Yeah. I'm your boss. <laughs> what the hell? Why don't you pay me? <laughs> but yeah, no, I just... Um, I really... I do want to go. I just have not... It's always on the weekends, and you know me. That's when I work the most, so... It's yeah. difficult. It's just difficult to manage, so... Well, we got to get you to a KRS so you can experience what's up. Here's yeah, a, here's I'm a, sick of just hearing about it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see it for myself. It's KRS going off the top. Oh. Go to my other shit because what I just thought about was that you don't really get a chance every day to see a real MC in a real MC situation. DJ Static, you know, listen, when I get a chance to talk to my people, it's a wonderful thing. Come on, the mic is too low on stage. Give me a hardwire 58. Give me a hardwire 58. I want to talk black history real quick. Give me some dreamy shit. Yeah. It's dope. Picking stuff off the crowd and rhyming on whatever he sees. Anything that he sees from a Scott LaRock picture, artwork, people in the crowd, he just goes. MC improv. But you ain't gotta go. I'm gonna walk back 
here so they can get with me. If I step here, you can't hear the frequency. So I'm not gonna walk up to the speaker. I'm a sound engineer too. I'm just a teacher. Let me show you how it go if you're with me right now. Somebody say. Keep it low, keep it low, keep it low. It's a freestyle flow. Me, my skills is insane. I go off the top like JFK's brain. Let's keep it going. Hold the camera up, these skills are not stolen. This is the original when you hear it. The ancient Egyptians, Kush spirit. Listen to this. I'ma grab my brother's hair. My name is Chris. And this is a young dude in the front row. He got his moms with him. You know I know. See, she's taking it back. She's showing her kid the difference between her seeing and rap. And to speak to that. Yo, your mother for real? I'm about to rap. Yo. I was trying my best. I was like, right here. I was pointing at Justin. Catch was pointing at Justin. But it was like an entourage, so it was kind of obstructing. Puts on a hell of a show, right? Yeah. So you can see he, uh, you know, he puts on a show. Not only does he does the songs, but he'll go off the top. He'll include the audience, bring you in, pull you out, bring you back in. I mean, it's uh, it's quite the roller coaster ride. Even this song. American flag, you got to rip it down. Symbols of human enslavement, Confederate flag, you got to rip it down. What about the red, white, and the blue American flag? I mean, you're getting education. You're getting education in its rawest form right now. Me, I'm here for telling it. I tell it like it is, so my people stay intelligent. We ending it. Racism, slavery, we ending it. This is why we bring it down the flag of the Confederate. I share the same sentiment. Slavery is bad. But slavery was established by the American flag. Follow me. The Confederate flag flew in every colony. So to bring down the Confederate only is a hypocrisy. You bring it down one flag to raise up another. When both flags enslaved my sisters and my brothers. Yeah, man, it was others. Africans, French, the Portuguese, English, Spanish, enslavers were all of these. So why raise any flag that killed my mom and my dad, enslaved their lands, and took up all that they had? I'm 
glad the Confederate flag is banned today, but the American flag is still flown by the KKK. It's powerful stuff. Yes, it is. Huh? KRS, I might meet you. In the street, I might greet you. Under the American flag, blacks had no rights either. Women had no rights either. Natives had no rights either. White abolitionists had to fight against the white preacher. Red, white, and blue shouldn't mean red, white, and black. Blue is our indigo color coming from way back. But the system is racist when the murderers are acquitted. So we ride in the streets and they say, shouldn't have did it. They destroying their city. Man, you don't get it. If this was my city, I wouldn't be getting shot in it, stopped in it, unemployed and always locked in it, while the drugs and pollution and guns are always dropped in it. Turn the TV off, man. Don't listen to all that. You're a global citizen. You gotta know all the facts. You're a global citizen. You gotta know how to act. And ask yourself, what does the American flag mean to Iraq? What a way to lead in, right? So yeah, so you the know, crowd reacted. Yeah, I mean, what, that's the point. He's got you. He's got you. He's got you hooked in, and uh, he's got definitely has you know your attention. Uh, but uh, he's going somewhere with it. So you don't get that in a lot of shows. And and if you like, if you are a Janet Jackson or Justin Bieber or uh, any you know um, c- celebrity for that matter, chances are if you're doing a show, you. Uh, You've got sponsors. And if you have sponsors, then you're beholden to those people. If you're beholden to those people, you're going to say and do uh, what they want. This is how you sell out those stadiums, because of the promotions, because of the commercials that are programmed on the television. So that goes back to programming. (laughs) That's the theme of today's show. I I mean, you have to understand also that the, um, and I know you do, uh, because you're the... uh, African with attitude, uh, AWA, the, um, um, the, the he doesn't care about that. He doesn't care about the, the the capacity of the room. If there was fifty people in there, if there was you know five people in there, he would do it the same way and stay on message. Yeah. So that is a uh, you know that is a testament, and that's a that's what a true. Uh, MC uh, represents, and uh, yeah, and I mean, come on, it, it, w- what's better than that? What's better to bring, you know, a fourteen or and an eleven year old to uh, see that? And the room was full, though. I mean, it's uh, the uh, Ramshead Live in uh, downtown uh, Baltimore, across from the harbor, and all that. It's it, Inner Harbor is uh, it's like three levels to it. Wow. Three, yeah. We, were, we stayed on the floor, but uh, yeah, it's spectacular, full, everyone, attention, you know, it doesn't get any better than that. It's powerful. Yeah, I to like say it. the least, and he, I mean, he covers his bases, I mean, he's not, understand, he's not speaking to any, um, you know, he's not leaving anyone out, whether it be, uh, you know, someone who's white, someone who is, uh, um, you know, Arab, uh, Mexican, uh, the, you know, Latino or or black people in America. Let's see what we got. Just trying to get to something, but yeah, he he pretty much 
he covers his bases on that. And, you know, you play the hits within those messages, whether it be this song or the many other ones uh, that he does. There you go. Karis likes those them slower beats. You don't get that. I mean, you know, my son's right. You know, it's, it's like a garden. Someone who's a farmer. You know what I mean? He sounds just like you. Yeah, he's been around me too much. <laughs> that, that could work against him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean that's that's the serious stuff. I could listen to that all day. You know, it it just it kills me to think about. You know, you know what we should do. What? We should take a field trip and go to you know quote unquote uh, rap show. Someone new. You know what I mean? And just see, just draw a comparison just to see, you know, okay. a, a young thug or something. But I mean, you, you're going to spend 75 damn dollars and, you know what I mean? Then it can feels that be, like. Can, it, I, can that be taken out of petty cash? Yeah. Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, then it's going <laughs> to. Where's this uh, cash box at? <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you got anyone listening wants to fund this, this experiment, uh, let me know. Reach out. me. Uh, out on me on Twitter, I can't get my words together. Uh, Malcolm Riddle on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, it's all the same. Malcolm Riddle, let's see if we can fund an expedition where we go out and see exactly what's being said and what's being done at some of these shows. Mm. Not to belittle what's going on, but I'm just kind of curious what we're feeding our children. And obviously, in back to Flint, Michigan, we are not feeding them the right things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the people that are in charge and doing the programming are not doing their job. So, we're going to have to figure a way to get them out of those positions. Uh, everything from the governor on down uh, to the person uh, promoting uh, the, these uh, these concerts. But I have a funny feeling there's some bullshit being you know going on in, in some of these uh, these shows. I'd be curious to see, wouldn't you? Kind of. I mean, just talking about it throughout my daily life. I don't sit around. I wonder what goes on in a rap show. No, I don't. I don't really think about it at all. You know, I have no desire to see Future or Young Thug. Not to say that they're, I mean, you know, they are who they, they, they do what they do. Yeah. And they're doing it uh, in big numbers. So different I guess that says something. Folks. What are you looking up? More stuff? Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, we got a show. We got a show here. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm engineering Mariam Tazi. <laughs> you know what I do? I'm engineering right here. So I'm trying to get to the next uh, uh, 
spot I wanted to play with Karis One, and Karis One addresses the crowd and its uh, size and the people that uh, come out uh, to his show. Listen, when you leave here today, do some research on a president named James Polk. This song was written, well, not for him, but against him. Don't get involved in any argument that you see coming across the television today. The only thing that we know for certain is true is us. This is the truth. This. No words, no books, no magazines, no mass media, no internet, nothing. This is the naked truth. If these people would unite, just these, or just these, this is how nations are started. My only purpose on this earth is to raise nations. Raise nations. I refuse to study Imhotep, Hatshepsut, Nefertiti. I refuse to study these people and not be able to do exactly what they did. Every time we talk, bring up the names of the ancestors we say yo our people built great pyramids but then we can't even build a lego house but we in the book though we read though we scholars though but ask any one of us to invent something we're lost why well not all of us the people in this room are very inventive. That's why you're here. Listen, I'm not saying that just because you're here. The flyer went out to the whole city. Only a certain group of people responded to a maniac called Knowledge Brain Supreme. There were other flyers that went out. And hold that for killing him and freaky that. And that people went to that because that's their nature, that's their character. But when you saw the flyer, you walked past all the bullshit and said, Yo, I'm coming to see knowledge reign supreme. This is where I'm coming from. Unlike all the concerts that come to Baltimore, when you come to KRS, you're coming to consciousness. This is the birth of your higher self. That's what this gathering is. We are birthing the higher self. You can go home now and kill that higher self. By contradicting everything you are. Or you can walk out of here alive, free, unworried, un.
you are attracted to the light. Therefore, no darkness can ever overcome you. No matter what you're going through right now, your response to the light proves that you are stronger in this world. You had to come through all kinds of temptations just to be here tonight. And you hear. You made the arrangements. You hear. I honor that. I honor that. With all due respect, I honor each and every one of you here. Each and every one of you. They telling me I'm over my time. Should I keep going? Yeah. <laughs> I got about a thousand songs and they're all up here. We could be here till five o'clock in the morning fucking. <laughs> Yeah, so I had to let that play, uh, and thank you for listening to it. That was really very touching, actually. Like as a as a fan, you know, to hear like the appreciation and see, and in that way, it's, it's amazing. Like it almost brought tears to my eyes. Like it's really sweet. Yeah, and it's as if he's talking to you, and he is. He's talking to he you That's how specifically. It is. Even just listening to this clip, you feel it. Yeah, so imagine that energy in that room. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it would be I think it would be more dope if you took the dope out of it. So if there was like no alcohol, no you know, you were just in a form like you would go see Malcolm X. You know what I mean? Like you would go see MLK, you know what I mean? And your mind is not altered. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it because people are out to have a good time, listen to the music, relive their experience and how they experience KRS. But uh, imagine if we were able to to uh, uh, connect in its purest form, unaltered, mm-hmm. the power of that message and how we can uh, uh, collectively mobilize and energize the next person, your neighbor. Your brother, your sister. Inspire, you know. Oh, man. You know, and that's what we need. We need more of that. Now, again, for entertainment purposes, maybe like the children said, maybe it isn't for everyone. But uh, I think I think it's worth the fight. You know what I mean? I'm going to keep trying to get you to come to a live show. I know you're, you're with it, but you know what I mean? I'm going to keep it's, – it's, it's almost like, you know, trying to get someone to come to church. You know what I mean? I've had that done to me too. Yeah, just yeah. come. It's just, just try it out. Just see what it's like. Yeah, it's I'm just like, church. What? Yeah, <laughs> it's just church. No, no big yeah, deal. I'm it's not just, gonna get into that right now. It's just church. Huh? It's just Jesus. I was kind of like, why does it look like I need to be saved? Like, what's going on? Yeah, Am but I, this is knowledge. This is different. This supreme. is kind of not. Yeah, this is what I would like to I mean, hear more of. You know, but. For everybody. I mean, just like church is not for everybody. No. <clears throat> no. But I think I think I'd rather try to expose the next 
eight-year-old or next 12-year-old or the next 14-year-old to this. You know what I mean? As many of them as I can. <laughs> you know? As many many minds as I... Uh, well, same for him. That's why he does that, you know? He keeps going. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, and then, then you know, with within that, he will, uh, you know, he'll, he'll definitely... And I've said this before so far in the show where he will educate and then he'll pull you back uh, into and play some of the hits, you know, some of the. Uh, yeah, to get you all hyped up again, you know. Oh, it's crazy. Get you all excited. Yeah, it's crazy. This is always dope. The crowd, the crowd loves this song. Crowd in. He's. I mean, I it, it's so well timed. <laughs> yeah, that was me. Even <laughs> you're into it. <laughs> oh, it's so. It's so. Yeah. No, I had a good you time. actually forgot it was being recorded. Oh, I did the whole time though. I, somehow I just forget that. That's good. Though. It's gone. It's on. I got to get a recorder that fits in my pocket. Something. You know what I mean? Where I can just. Just kick back. Um, yeah. So we did the hits. He did the hits. What's better than Jimmy? Jim Browski. That's just dope, right? Mm-hmm. Huh? So what do you feel? It's dope, right? Huh? Yeah, it's the shit. I mean, it's... You know, it's mesmerizing. So I get really lost in that kind of stuff. But it was good. 
Sounds good. Sounds like a, a good show. Yeah, see, it's good to you know take that that trip down memory lane. Also, uh, it, it's 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 always fun. I'd say, especially when he uh, plays this. The funny thing about that is his son, the DJ, didn't even know he was going to play that. Because oh. if you hear him, he goes, oh, what? You know what I mean? Because he caught him off guard. Because this is closer towards the end of the show, and he just doesn't, uh, he doesn't have the, the, the time uh, to fit every hit yeah. in. So you can see, and it's, it's, it's cool to see just because you see the father and son relationship and the fact that he's a very good DJ that he, you know, he, keeps, he keeps good time. So you can hear a son in a second. And he's not even tired. He no. loves it. He wants to keep going. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just, just bumping. So he's jamming. He's having a good time. Busy B came on. <laughs> so Busy B is, is 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 from the early early days of hip hop. So he made an appearance. And Busy B, as you may or may not know, listening. Uh, hold on. I get caught up sometimes. Sorry, the uh, busy bee. Of course, uh, you may or may not know, but if you need to, if you want to know more about history, look up busy bee. You can Google them. If you go on YouTube, Google busy bee versus Cool Mo D. It's one of the most infamous rap battles back in the days. Uh, cool Mo D. Of course, was victorious in that battle, but still, it's busy bee, aka busy bee Starsky, aka the chief rocker, busy bee. So yeah, we managed to get a couple pictures, uh, pictures with Busy B. Of course, my son called him out and was like, uh, "Yeah, he looks like an older version of Little Wayne." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was uh, that was pretty funny. Probably one of the, one of the highlights of the show. KRS had a bunch of uh, MCs, local MCs in Baltimore. I need to. Uh, hunt down their names uh, just so I can follow them because I thought all of them were spectacular. But I've got a little clip of uh, uh, Karis One calling them all out to the. Uh, so the MCs were from Baltimore. I believe the ones so. that were on stage. Oh, that's I, cool. I believe so. But uh, yeah, he um, 
called him back out to do a cipher. That's cool. Yeah, I thought so. So let me see if I can uh, land it on there. Well, it should come up in a second. Um, yeah, the, the 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 show itself was the 25th anniversary of the self-destruction movement. And, uh, you know, to commemorate uh, violence within our communities and hip-hop. So... Yeah, that was that was a very important moment, uh, and I wish people would pay more attention to that. Uh, but uh, the openers uh, came out, and yeah, they they did a, a good old fashioned off the top cipher. You know what I mean? That's the shit. Yeah, I mean, what's better than that? I mean, they rip it. You're gonna hear it in a second. These brothers, man, they came with their A game. Could you imagine the stress, though? <laughs> Original MC Cypher. Right you didn't know? <coughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I... I mean, well, if you're an MC, you, you'll be able to handle it. But there still would be some level of stress. Yeah, for sure. Being called out by... Or called up by KRS. I mean, like, just do it. How many of them were there? A lot. He led into this song because, uh, self-destruction song, because they were trying to figure out who was going to go first in a cypher. Because the pressure was on. I mean, he's like, let's do a cypher. He goes, why do you guys figure that out? I don't know if you heard it, but I'll do this real quick. So his son cued that up. DJ uh, Predator Prime and uh, yeah he's spitting self-destruction which is cool I like when they do stuff you know just right there at a whim and you're ready to go you know what I mean skills it is skills Uh, but uh, MCs I guess there's uh, I think maybe six or so but the cypher itself I got like three the, the first three I mean you'll 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 They got skills. Here we go. Straight 
good. Are you, into it. Are you? Can you might not be able to make out every fucking word, but damn, he brought it. <laughs> I mean, all of them. All of them. You can you can hear the uh, the uh, overall influence of a Busta Rhymes as of a Das Effects. You know what I mean? Of oh, a yeah. brand Nubian. Of you know a KRS. What I mean? Yeah. It, well, it was, it was, that's where I was going, Mary <laughs> Of a Blastmaster KRS. Yeah. Them three brought it. And there was a few other MCs, but I don't want to prolong it mm. um, right now. But big ups to all of them. I mean, a good old-fashioned. I mean, do you think you would see that if you go to, I don't know, Drake? you think you'll see a cypher? Unscripted, unrehearsed? Huh? No, never. Ooh. Every move is rehearsed with him. Ugh. I just saw one of his videos recently. They went, you know, like, call me on your cell phone. I was like, really? No. Really? That shit's... This is... People... And everyone plays that shit. I'm like, really? Well, see, people, is, people like it. what you like? This people... is, sounds good to you? No offense. I'm not trying to hate on everything, you know, that Well, you're the African made, one but... attitude. <laughs> but the... the but, I get it. But that also goes to the programming yeah. aspect of things. And that's what it's You'd being... Like it because it's what you know. And, what's and it's constantly being played and it's like I, it's like I told my son also within the this realm of, of rap music today there was a couple songs being played and I was like you know I, I turned it down I was like you know this is whack right <laughs> these lyrics are, are, are whack I was like the music is good it's it's very mood uh, themed music it puts you in the mood there's a good vibe there's a good hook right but the lyrics the content is is whack uh, but I'm not being completely dismissive to that artist because that's his art or her art and that's what they are are currently representing and and that's what's being uh, programmed uh, to the you know to the mainstream media therefore hip hop itself as a culture and rap music is big enough to have that but on the other side of that coin you have knowledge reign supreme you know what i mean and groups alongside of that whether it's whether it's tribe you know whether it's cole whether it's k dot um it whether it's killer mike you know what i mean there's there's a host of other mcs out there that do deliver uh more content uh you know and and everyone can't be uh um a a immortal technique you know what i mean uh but it's big enough Uh, it's just a shame that the programming that's going on is that there's a McDonald's pretty much on every corner, a liquor store on every corner, and that's what we are feeding not only ourselves but our children. So that's all I have. Okay. 
Thank you for that. I've said enough, people. Uh, but I mean, that that is what it is, right? And and that gave you a little taste. I was gonna say and, thanks for sharing. That. And Miriam Tazi, uh, once I get uh, you know word on the next KRS and we get you know an advance notice, it could be KRS. I think Talib Kwali's coming. I believe I see him again too. Yeah, I missed him last time. I don't know why. You, and you told me was it him? Yeah. Or, no, it was most deaf. You told me to I go t- see. I think I told you probably both, both of us. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I saw Talib twice. I saw him once uh, on his own and then once with high tech. So that was really good, too. Yeah. <coughs> but yeah, I'd always go see But him. more importantly, we would like, um, you know, I know that uh, Grandmaster Katz uh, has uh, asked me countless times uh, why you haven't showed up. So uh, I think it would be cool to have us as a crew, you know what I mean, represent a show uh, in the future. Uh, so we would like to we would like to make that happen. I would too. We'll make yeah, it happen. We're gonna we're gonna make that happen, and then bring another recap. We've done a lot of recaps lately. We've gone to a lot of shows. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I'm telling you, people. But who knows? Who knows what's on on the next horizon? But uh, just be aware of what's going on. Uh, if you can uh, if you can donate anything to uh, Flint, Michigan, even if it's just donating uh, a conversation, uh, please keep that going and keep it in the face of the media. Uh, the press, uh, your friends, your families, uh, and what's going on there. Because what's happening in Flint, Michigan, can easily happen to us uh, throughout the uh, United States. And believe me, when it comes to corruption, when it comes to greed, when it comes to uh, uh, just just uh, oppressing any group of people, it will see no color. It will, uh, you know, if you're on the, 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 the oppressed end, it doesn't give a shit what color you are. So um, if it can happen in Flint, a, count, a, t- a city that once uh, prospered and flourished in the, uh, in the best of times, uh, it can happen to you. Domino, motherfucker. Here we go. Forget sometimes. Miriam Tazi in the house. Malcolm Riddle in the building. Yes, in the building. Funky, fresh, and f- what? <laughs> fabulous. That's right, and <laughs> fabulous. I like that. So, what's going on? Uh, same old stuff. What's going on with you? Same old, same. I guess. <laughs> podcast. Was that my podcast? Yeah. Same old. Here, let's take let's take this from the top. Hold on, because I can't. What, same old just, same. Come on, that, that's just whack. Hold on, Mary of Tazi. Hold on, I sound too crisp. Just get it together. Same old thing. Hold on. Hold on. Same. Shit. Same. Terrible. Old Ready. Same. Ready. Ed. Take it from. The- You're so funny. Hold on. All right. <laughs> you gotta take it from the top. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> You're fucking me up. <laughs> too early. Mm-mm. I used to doing it this early. <laughs> it's like too early. Hold on, man. Spittle. <laughs> all right, all right. Here we go from the top, man. Three, <clears throat> two. The American Riddle Podcast. Malcolm Riddle.
man Malcolm Riddle. The American Riddle Podcast.